Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Lauren Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlin. Okay, let's dive in today to UFOs. That is the main topic of this podcast, and I am thrilled to actually have an expert on the show, Ron James. Now, you might know Ron James also as a cinematographer because he has a new film out called The Accidental Truth, which is about UFOs. And, you know, he's not a SAG guy, so he's clearly a UFO guy and a researcher. So he is not part of SAG, so it's okay for me to promote this documentary. And I watched it after we had our interview and I loved it. And it taught me a lot that I did know about UFOs, UAPs, and now I am totally a believer. I have to say I was a bit skeptical at first. I just think of the word UFO and I think it sounds absolutely crazy, and or I did, and, and now I truly can say that I don't. So I hope after this interview, you have a chance to watch the movie because Ron's amazing. And we talk a lot about the hearings in Congress, I think that were about three weeks ago, about UFOs. And you know, I got to say, I was so impressed that these hearings were, or they remained nonpartisan because there's just not a lot of topics now that people don't politicize. So UFOs, I was like, wow, I'm really shocked that they didn't turn that into a QAnon conspiracy. Uh, and nobody did. So it's really interesting. But um, but anyway, yeah, like I said, I think that you are really going to be fascinated with Ron because he's got facts. You know what I mean? Like he just has the facts to back up what he says. So I'll stop talking and I will play my interview with the very fascinating Ron James. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. And here's your prescription. I know just the pharmacy to get this filled. Who are you? A pharmacy benefit manager. A middleman your insurer uses to decide which medicines you can get, what you pay, and sometimes even which pharmacy you should go to. Why can't I go to a pharmacy in my neighborhood? Because I make more money when you go to a pharmacy I own. <laughs> no one should stand between you and your medicine. Visit phrma.org slash middleman to learn more. Paid for by Pharma. Hi, Ron. Hi, Lauren. How are you? 
I'm doing great. I am very excited and interested to speak with you today. So thank you so much. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Of course, of course. So before I get into some of the questions that I have for you, I do want you to speak to your your new documentary because I just watched the trailer and um, the email from Art was like, hey, if you need a screener, let me know. And I was like, oh my gosh, I need a screener yesterday. So please tell me all about this. So Accidental Truth UFO Revelations is my second major UFO documentary. And I honestly believe that I was able to lay out the case uh, for the reality of crash debris, uh, reverse engineering programs, mm. and uh, you know, non-human intelligence interacting with humanity. And then we expand further into how this really plays into the nature, reality, and consciousness itself. So it's wow. a factual documentary that does not really, it lays out evidence for everything that we say. It's narrated by Matthew Modine. It has... Uh, a lot of the main players from government, Louis Elizondo, who ran the Pentagon program, uh, Christopher Mellon, who's the ex-undersecretary of defense for intelligence, Dr. Gary Nolan, who is on the record of for studying uh, crash debris. He's out of Stanford, uh, materials of unknown origin. Mm. Uh, and uh, Ralph Blumenthal, who broke the story in the New York Times. And, and Ralph also broke the story about David Grush. And Michio Kaku, who is obviously, arguably one of the most famous scientists on the planet, weighing in on things like wormholes and time travel and, and all of yeah. these weird possibilities. So it's yeah. a definitive document for anybody who really wants to understand the, the subject without, you know, a bunch of tinfoil hat stuff. It's a, it's a factual film that set the stage for what we're seeing now. The, yeah, the, I, headline, the headline on today's news literally got ripped from this documentary. It blows my mind. Ah, congrats. That's so cool. I love that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's gratifying. Yeah, I mean, I think you just said it right there that this documentary is factual. Nobody's wearing a tinfoil hat. And that is exactly what people want to hear. I mean, I'm, you know, just regarding the hearing last week, I am all about transparency, but I'm also under, you know, the impression and and the guidance, like, I'm a parent. I don't tell my kids everything, right? I, I lie a little bit. I feel like that's obviously what happens to us as the people with the government, no matter what. So we're never going to get full transparency. That's that's my opinion. I don't know if you agree with that. No, I totally agree. You know, the, uh, the this deception has been going on for arguably 100 years or more. And if you look back at what the Vatican has in its vaults, you know, the, it's been going on since uh, the beginning of recorded history. Right. So institutional memory within the military alone is not there anymore. So in other words, the people that knew the whole story in 1947, they're mostly dead. And mm -hmm. and all of these programs have been compartmentalized and stovepiped and ported off to private industry to the point where there might not even be anybody who has the complete bird's eye view anymore. Mm, yeah. And so you're, uh we're never going to we're going to get the truth, but as, as Nick Pope says in my film, but we're not going to get all of it. No, never. I, I agree with that. And did anything new come of these, these hearings that, that was unclear to me. Like what, what came of this last week? Well, I, I think that the new thing that is, you know, transformative is that we now have a government official mm -hmm. of um, unassailable credentials of high rank and stature 
who is coming forward and for the first time admitting uh, that the uh, the government's in possession of craft of the reverse engineering programs are real. Uh, extraterrestrial or non-human and uh, biological samples have been obtained. Uh, this is the first time that's ever been said in any kind of official capacity. Now, did we get the the smoking gun evidence that we all would like to see? Mm-hmm. We didn't get that, but mm-hmm. this guy has read this into the official record. And the film Accidental Truth actually lays out this case. And, and so everything that David Grush said at that hearing, we we believe is completely true. And we believe there's plenty of evidence for it. And we think that this is just the opening salvo. We're going to be seeing more and more of this come forward. Okay, but let me ask you, David Grush also said he hadn't seen any craft or non-human, you know, nothing non-human firsthand. I mean, how how are we to know that he hasn't just been misinformed, you know? Well, for one thing, there's a lot of supporting evidence for everything he says. Uh, you know, uh, we're in possession of documents from the U.S. government that admit the fact that they have been uh, studying materials of, of unknown origin and the reports about these materials and that they came from UFOs and that they are being studied in specific facilities. This is a, this is stuff straight from the Defense Intelligence Agency, and we, we show these documents in the film. So if, if there wasn't yeah. a, a mountain of evidence to support what David Grush says, it would be easy to shake it off. But it's unfortunately, anybody that's in the UFO community <clears throat> that has been studying this for any significant amount of time knows that pretty much everything he said is true. Okay. And, and you know, I have a theory now because UFOs are becoming more prevalent. And, and like you said, more, more people are coming forward and validating them. I have a theory that they, they changed the name or they started referring to them as UAPs instead of UFOs, because before, if you said UFO, you were considered to be, you know, a, a wacko bananas, right? I mean, I don't know if you agree with that, but let me know your thoughts on that, why they changed it. Well, we do talk about that in the film, Accidental Truth. It's oh. kind of a rebranding of it so that we can, um, you know, yeah, to get away from that UFO moniker. But Mm -hmm. the phrase UAP, Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon, is not a new phrase. It was actually coined way back at some of the very first documented UFO sightings uh, of the era, like Kenneth Arnold, when he said he saw these crafts flying over the mountains. Um, So Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon has been around for a long time. Mm. But the fact that they decided... When they did this, what I consider to be an organized rollout of certain information that started in 2017 mm-hmm. uh, with Lou Elizondo coming forward about the ATIP program and, and UAP being the new moniker for, for, for UFOs, um, my personal take is that this is a very organized rollout of information. Um, it, it didn't happen completely organically. People will argue with me about that. But even David Grush, I do not believe, is a spontaneous person who came forward with information. I think that all these people are working for a of disclosure. Okay. I, yeah, no, I get that. And, um, you know, something I found really fascinating about these hearings is that they truly appeared to be bipartisan. And even in the media, the media coverage 
I was very shocked to see that it was all somewhat similar. So it's, you know, at first I, I heard about these hearings and I'm like, okay, they're going to say these are the Republicans, the QAnon people acting crazy. And that truly is not what happened at all. And so I have to say, I feel like it gave the whole thing a lot more validity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. That's, I think that that is everything that you said is exactly correct. And we're going to be seeing a lot more. Uh, moving forward, I, I have it on very good authority because MUFON, the Mutual UFO Network, for whom I'm the media relations director, we're very active in Washington, D.C., and mm-hmm. we're behind closed doors talking to these people you see on TV. There's a whole group of people that are waiting in the wings to come forward and tell their stories. Yeah, yeah, no, I, that's, I mean, I'm very, very excited for that. And I mean, what do you, what do you think, uh, what do you think is the next step? Right. After these hearings, after, you know, this is all over the news media, what do you think is going to happen next? Well, I know for a fact that the members of Congress are very tenacious about wanting to get to the truth that, you know, people think the government is this big uh, obelisk that we don't have access to. And it's really not true mm-hmm. that your front facing people like Tim Burchett, like uh, Andre Carson, uh, Mike Gallagher, uh, uh, these people, Kirsten Gillibrand, these mm-hmm. people are genuinely interested in this topic. And frankly, they're a little annoyed at the level of deception that they're facing. So that okay. they know we're being lied to. They know that these stories about craft are true. They've been privy to a certain amount of, of confidential information. And they're not going to stop until we get some form of disclosure and some form of, of proof into mainstream society. And so right. it's coming. Yeah. And I think, I think it was in maybe in the trailer that I viewed your documentary, uh, you or somebody spoke about, well, how do you define life? Right. How do you define that? And this is something I thought about because I believe like they found amoebas on Mars, which technically are alive, um, so that, that could be a whole other conversation, but what do you feel about the quote unquote extraterrestrial being out there somewhere and, and being inside these UFOs, you know? Um, yeah, I think that there's going to be uh, a lot of answers to this phenomenon. It's not going to be any one thing. It's not going to mm-hmm. be necessarily, uh, beings from another planet that might, that's probably part of it. But there's also the possibility of interdimensional beings. There's a possibility that there could be uh, advanced species concealed here in the planet that we don't know about. And then, you know, all kinds of energetic and interdimensional beings that we can't even conceive of. And so I think the answer to this is not going to be any one thing. It's going to be a checklist of all of the above by the time we figure it all out. Oh, you kind of gave me chills, Ron. Jeez. <laughs> when you said the inter, what I mean, I, yeah, that was, that's crazy. Um, did you, did you happen to see that? I think it came out like two months ago. I thought it was AI, but there, there was like a video that came out. Someone in Las Vegas caught a quote unquote alien going through their bushes and their garbage. Did you happen to see that? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a little dubious about it. It's, yeah. it's inconclusive at best. And um, so, you know, we in ufology, we have our black box, our white box, and our gray box. Mm. The, uh, the white box is stuff that we can sign off on. The uh, black box is stuff that we just absolutely don't believe. And then sitting right in the middle is the gray box, which tends to have the most 
<laughs> content. This one's yeah. in the gray box. I'm I'm not super compelled about it right now. Yeah, I mean, but even in the gray box, that's better than the black box, clearly. And it's just funny because like that surfaced, it kind of went viral and then everybody just stopped talking about it. So I just assumed it was fake because clearly if that was real, like what the hell, right? And that's that's something that kind of gets to me, things that sort of just disappear in the media. I tend to get skeptical about stuff like that. Well, like, why did that disappear? If that, you know what I mean? If that, if that was real, I mean, what? yeah, but that's where my brain goes. Yeah, I mean, you would think that it, that we have better footage of this. You know, it, it's a yeah. typical kind of thing um, where the where the evidence is dubious at best. When really, it should be pretty good. You know, these guys had the capability to turn on a, a phone and record video. They could have recorded better. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. And um, this is just a bit off topic. Well, not really, but you know, the Chinese spy balloon. I mean, there have been talks that. UFOs could actually be, you know, a, another government spying on us. What do you say to that? Well, I think that some of the technology that we're seeing is it's very, very difficult to um, to say that that's what it is, because mm -hmm. some of this technology goes back to pre-World War II, where we were seeing crafts that were doing the exact same kind of thing. And so to to think that maybe there's some sort of technology that has this capability that we have now, that's all possible. Mm. But uh, did we have it a hundred years ago? That's highly unlikely. So, um, you know, yeah. the, the idea that it's China or Russia behind some of this stuff, um, probably not the case. Yeah, I tend to believe that as well. And Ron, what do you say to people that absolutely do not believe in UFOs at all or UAPs? Well, you know, I'm willing to have that discussion with anybody. You know, if you want to lay out what your what your reason for not believing in it is, and, and make a bullet point and make an intellectual conversation, it's a conversation I'm happy to have. And certainly, people are entitled to their beliefs. <clears throat> so, yeah. you know, I don't really fault any. But what I would say is, um, you know, watch my documentary for one thing. But that's a shameless plug. <laughs> but what I would say is, is there is a there's a logical argument for all of it. And, and you know, we're not talking about uh, irrational conclusions. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, anybody that wants to debate the possibility of UFOs, of uh, beings being able to traverse the vast distances of space, anything else that they want to discuss, I'm happy to discuss it with them. And, if, and I've been mm -hmm. called on a few news shows with skeptics, and, and I've silenced a few. Love that. I mean, I think you just, you said it right there. Lay out your bullet points because most people's bullet points who claim they don't believe in them would be like, that's crazy. That doesn't exist. And you're like, cool, back up your claim. That may, you know what I mean? You can't just say that's crazy. So I, I would love to get a clip of those new shows to watch you shut down those people who don't believe in it with actual facts. Cause I, I just love that. I live for that. Um, but Ron, is there, is there anything else that you want to add? This has been so informative. Um, yeah, the, uh, the the documentary, I'm not trying to plug it and get people to watch it, but if you're an armchair enthusiast about UFOs mm -hmm. or somebody who, who considers themselves a bit of an expert, it's the film that will bring you up to speed for everything you're seeing in the headlines right now. Um, and a lot of the people that are making the headlines are actually in the film, um, <clears throat> including Congressman Tim Burchett. I don't know if you noticed, but at the beginning of the hearing, 
last week, he actually mentioned the Accidental Truth documentary. And, um, wow. and the reason he did that is because, uh, you know, I went to Washington, D.C., and I sat in his office, and I personally briefed him on the truth behind Roswell and all of these other things. So these people know. Yeah. And the reason I know is because I've, I've personally sat in their offices and told them. <clears throat> I had wow. an hour lunch with Andre Carter. And believe me, that you know, that he's the one that led that first hearing. Yeah, that's that's, that's incredible. And so yeah. these guys know they're not happy about it. <laughs> well, that's inc- I mean, that is that's so incredible for you, and you've you've really done amazing work. So, um, my friend actually, I told him I was interviewing you, my friend Frank Morano, and he's like, "You're gonna love him." I've interviewed him a few times; he's fantastic. So, you did not disappoint. Frank was right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. And um, yeah, check out the and stay tuned because this story is about to get even bigger. I cannot wait. Thank you so much, Ron. I cannot wait to watch Accidental Truth. Awesome. Thanks for having me on. Ron James, everyone. Okay, that was the fascinating Ron James. And I hope that you guys watch The Accidental Truth. You can get it on Apple, Amazon Prime, Roku, pretty much anywhere uh, that you can rent a movie or buy a movie. You can get The Accidental Truth on. And I suggest that everybody watches it if you like UFOs, if you're skeptical. It's just very entertaining. So um, anyway, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple. And I'll be back next week with another episode.